into Turbo Drive Live on Sega Sonic Radio. And indeed you have, and welcome to Turbo Drive Live on Sega Sonic Radio for tonight, Friday uh, evening, and uh, to start your weekend, yes, with some uh, boring, monotonous shite that is usually on at this time. So, but anyway, welcome to the show. I am back. Yes, I am a tad bit late, uh, mainly because uh, I was able to find Top Gear on BBC Three. Apparently, although I don't think it's the last episode. I think it's just like one of the kind of like repeats uh, on it. But uh, other than that, I was actually intrigued by that episode, uh, which kind of made me think, uh, "Oh shit, I'm gonna be late for my show." But anyway, I am here. 
this week. And, uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah, you know, I'm just, mainly I'm knackered, mostly. Uh, it's all cause of, like, uh, various things that's been going on, being out of work, personal life, blah, 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 blah. No one wants to hear that crap. So, really, we just got to get straight into it. Uh, we do have newer con uh, new content on the horizon, obviously, uh, in terms of uh, the regular content that you usually hear. Uh, with that of uh, Sonic News Rewind coming up very shortly. Uh, then we've got uh, TFI, Turbo Source Impressions, on the Friday. TFI Friday, yay! Um, and, of course, uh, it's actually on a demo this time around, so that's got to be pretty cool, I think. Yes? <sighs> I'm going to be constantly yawning for the rest of the day, alongside with my cat, Seamus. Hello, Seamus, as he is uh, having a snooze on my bed. Um, and yes, if you've got any requests for Turbo Drive Live, then do give us a call through my email address or in the IRC chat room. To, uh, you can contact me at my email address, which is turbo at tfmx.co.uk, or you can send me a private message to me in the IRC chat room. Um, don't forget, you can also uh, suggest like uh, questions, topics that uh, I that you might want me to rant about or uh, have my say, my my two pence in. Not my two cents because I'm not from the U.S. I'm from the U.K. So it's pence, not cents. So uh, yeah, if you want me want me to share my thoughts on some of the more kind of like stupid pressing matters that has been going around uh, this past week, then uh, by all means send them in. Uh, because I'm running out of stuff to say most of the time in the show. But yes, um, right, uh, da, 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 da. well, recently this, uh, this week I've been watching a lot of anime, and I've been watching a lot of adult anime, um, particularly the Fist of the North Star ser series that I'm a big fan of, um, I'm not a big fan of the manga, but I'm just a big fan of the anime series. Uh, especially the original series because that was the first series that I truly saw uh, first time and it just blew my mind literally um, it's like someone hit my uh, PowerPoint of uh, you know on the forehead and just bang my head just blew into many pieces of brain matter uh, but no uh, I also ha have the three-part, uh, the three-part OVA series, no, simply known as New Fist of the North Star, over here in the UK and possibly in the US as well. Um, I do have uh, that series as well on DVD, and um, I actually like it. It's well, obviously I like it mainly because it's Fist of the fucking North Star for crying out loud. It's it's not it's not something to take lightly. It's something with a lot of kick-ass brain exploding. Madness, just utter madness. Yeah, and I like my utter madness. And 
it's also related me to you know look look at other kind of like uh, violent anime that's been out there and I do have another violent anime that's kind of based on Fist and the North Star in fact it's also based on the kind of like uh, concept of Fist and the North Star itself being that of uh, the uh, stylings of Mad Max and if you don't know what Mad Max is then you don't know film that well uh, Mad Max is obviously a movie where obviously it's a post-apocalyptic world with a lone survivor trying to fight off against these scavengers to, who are taking control and dominion of the charred world that is Earth now after nuclear war. Um, but anyway, I've been, uh, obviously I'm going to get a song from the new Fist of the North Star. Um, not uh, the old one, not the original series, mainly because I don't have anything from that. Which kind of sucks, I know, but hey, what you gotta do? Yeah, I'm always uh, yeah, at a bad timing with these things. <laughs> trying to find it is a big problem. Uh. Ah, there we go. Now, uh, forgotten if this is the intro or the outro to uh, New Fist and North Star but this is Luna done by Gact who is also th who is also the Japanese voice actor for Seiji uh, was it Seiji was it? I think it was Seiji uh, in uh, New Fist and North Star who was the kind of like the main antagonist for the uh uh, for the uh, second and third parts of the OVA series uh, in uh, New Fist and North Star. So anyway, here's Luna, done by Gacht, or whatever. Gacht, Gacht, whatever. However you want to pronounce it, it's your way of pronouncing it. Anyway, enjoy. I'll be back shortly with Sonic News Rewind, coming up next. <laughs>
Hey, welcome back. It's time for Sonic News Rewind on Turbo Drive Live, only on Sega Sonic Radio. And um, not much news from the actual com uh, the kind of like news articles from the SonicStadium.org, but uh, a lot of news coming from myself, um, and obviously a lot of pushing as well. Um, well, obviously, if you haven't seen it plastered on the Sonic Stadium this past week, excuse me, uh, it was uh, Sage, it was Sage, yes, the Sonic Amateur Games Expo, which is hosted online every year, and uh, this was the 14th one, which I still cannot believe at all why or how in any any sort of the matter. But anyway, uh, there's a couple of uh, kind of like uh, reviews of uh, the projects that were being shown at Sage this uh, this past week, including uh, Sonic Nebulous, uh, Project Meta uh, uh Time Twisted, and uh, Sonic Ro uh, the most popular of the lot, Sonic Robo Blast 2. And uh, uh, personally, myself. I don't give two fucking monkeys about Sage or any fan game in the uh, in you know in the community mainly because they're a waste of time. Um, you know it it's it's a waste of time to utilize skills like that for a controller based on a keyboard and a mouse or just a keyboard. I hate playing a game with a keyboard and to me fan games you know or fan projects that are you know for the for the computer ultimately fail in my book cause of the controller setup if the controller setup is crap which is obviously utilized on a keyboard if it's like if it if if I was more accessed to PC gaming Fair enough. I would probably be, con you know, um, probably turn the other cheek and actually, you know, uh, may give them a try. But because I don't, and because I actually haven't played PC gaming for years on end, and by the way, the only PC games that I've ever played in my life are Grim Fandango, possibly Doom, and possibly uh, and uh, Wolfenstein 3D. And I did actually try to play Quake 2 at one point. I think it was Quake 2, but uh, this was back when I was visiting my uncle, who had a very decent PC setup, and he had Quake on his machine. And uh, I tried to play that, but I couldn't, because I couldn't get to grips with... Well, oh, first of all, the screen was dark as hell, so I couldn't see anything. And I tried doing various motions with the keyboard and mouse and whatnot, and I couldn't do it. So I said, fuck it, you know. Uh, and this was like when I was very young. So basically, my introduction to PC gaming was a bad setup, and that's why I don't like PC gaming. That's why I don't like PC gaming to a certain degree. I mean, I like Grim Fandango. I like the kind of like story to it. I like uh, how it's intuitive with its adventure puzzle solving design. But with with the controls, I never like control. I never like the controls on a PC setup. It's just never good. It's never good. Even with the arrow keys. I mean, with Grim Fandango, obviously you can use the arrow keys, but also, but trying to do the other commands like interact or whatever, 
you know, it's it's confusing, you know. So anyway, that's just my pet peeve about that and about Sage. So really, you know, I just don't see any kind of like logic into it uh, to doing fan games, you know. And funnily enough, apparently uh, it was uh, revealed by uh, uh, Yahtzee from Zero Punctuation uh, that he uh, opened a competition for people to create a fan, uh, like a game about zero punctuation, based on zero punctuation, which I think is just absolutely retarded in all the sense because how can you make a game based on, you know, a review show that basically, well, a, a mock, the, mock the game review show kinda, um, because that's basically what it is, it just mocks the games that have been re reviewed, but anyway, I'm just going sidetracked anyway, uh, right. but the main story that's been going on, TSS related, has been the reveal of new Mario and Sonic Olympic Winter Game screenshots for both the Wii and the DS. I've seen a couple of screenshots myself. Um, the hub layout definitely re resembles that of the Mario Kart series. So, really, I think uh, uh, was it uh, Nintendo have definitely helped out in the creation of this one this time. Um, which you know, I I think I don't know who's developed. It's supposed to be developed by Sonic Team. It's supposed to be developed by in-house Sega, but uh, it's hard to tell because it's using a lot of elements from Nintendo games, uh, as what uh, you know, as well as just Sega related uh, relation uh, relations and whatnot. But anyway, I haven't a clue, so we'll just find out whenever it gets released, which is of course October. 13th is it? Thir I think it's October 13th over here in the UK, I believe. Uh, it's October, I know that. So, or Rocktober for the still on on time Brutal Legend release. Rocktober, uh, still on time. So, um, but anyway, I'm going too far. So yeah, but that's all the information that's on TSS itself, but uh, all I have to just say after, you know, all the, that news articles, that Summer of Sonic 2009 is only three weeks away. Three weeks! Come on, people. If you want to be a part of possibly one of the biggest Sonic community meetups in history then you have to come to SOS, get yourself signed up, get tickets booked, get whatever you can do. I mean, I swear to God, it will not be a disappointment. I swear to God, because the amount of awesomeness that is in this event is so huge that you will want to cherish that day that day, September, uh, um, October, uh, August 29th, in your memory, to commend your love for the franchise and the fandom and whatnot, 
and be a part of something brilliant. So yeah. So if you haven't done so for now, go to go to summersonic.com. Uh, go t go and get yourself set up for pre-registering because we're still pre um, SOS is still pre-registering for people who want to come down with you know tickets being sent out uh, via email of course and um, yeah so if you want to save have to write write up stuff at the door then it's best to you know be ready and whatnot but anyway. Yeah, so. But yeah, Summer of Sonic 2009, three weeks away. Get yourself sorted if you haven't get done so already. If you're just coming down for the day, just get tickets. You know, get yourself pre-registered now. If you're very close to the area, pre-register now because this. You know, if you're free on that Saturday, damn, you're gonna be missing out on some great shit. I mean, damn, it's gonna be so freaking awesome. I mean, hell, it's probably not going to be as awesome as, uh, what is it, uh, SGC, but it's going to be close to it. I mean, it's going to be Sonic, well, it's only going to be related to one thing, and one thing only, and that is the Sonic franchise, not multiple stuff. And of course, we have prizes as well. Oh, yes, yes, right, we've got prizes. Yeah, so if you want to have a chance to win those prizes, if you came to SOS last year and you found out some of the prizes then then and there, then, you know, this is something you would probably want to come back and try to win as well. You know, I guarantee it. You know. Uh, of course, we do have some newer prizes and newer stuff to show off, So, but we're not saying anything more than that. Oh, no. No, we're going to keep it a secret until the day. Oh, yes. And hell, there's stuff that I don't even know. And I'm part of the staff team. Uh, or the... Um, the... Uh, uh, the Bravo staff team. Uh, the Alpha staff team is that of uh, Kevin Ava, uh, Sven Jocelyn, uh, Josh Earthart, uh, Cummings, I think it is. Uh, um, and uh, Adam T-Bird tough you know those guys those those are alpha team I'm part of Bravo team so I don't know anything else that those guys know you know so but all I all I know from a standpoint is that uh, you know we've got prizes we got competitions we got stuff to show off we got pe people who will be there. You already know who's gonna be coming. You already got. We already got Nigel Kitchling and Nigel Doblin from Son uh, from the Sonic the Comics uh, series. Uh, we uh, we got Lee Brotherton making his returning appearance as well. You know, so what more can you ask for? Well, you'll just have to come to SOS and find out. And it's only three weeks away. I'm so psyched. So fucking psyched. So you better not be uh, you better not be lounging around during you know the end of August because I swear you'll be missing out on one cool event. If not, you will regret it for the rest of your life. Or wait until SOS 2010. But no, don't wait for SOS 2010. Come to SOS 09. You better come to SOS 09 because sweet, it's gonna be 
It's got to have so much good shit there. It's got to be fantastic. It's got to be awesome. It's got to be... It's got to be the awesome saws of the industry. Of conventions. Arr! Anyway. So, yes. Um, I've, I've milked that too much, didn't I? Just, like, just a wee, wee too much. Wee too much. Um, right. Okay, okay, okay. So anyway, that's the new stuff here. Um, definitely having one of those nights. Uh, so yeah, I was talking about New Fist and North Star and Fist and North Star and whatnot, and I was talking about an anime that's kind of related to that series. Now I have that anime in my collection as well, and again, it's another. It it it's the same as New Fist of North Star. It's a free part OVA series. But the only problem with this anime and Fist of North Star is that it's not consistent. Uh, the OVA series that of this other anime. Now um, I don't know if any of you people know what this anime is, but I'm gonna give you the title anyway. It's called Violence Jack, and. Um, Again, it's another anime that's based on a manga series and whatnot. And let's just say it's probably it. Well, at the time, uh, it was the most controversial anime OVAs um, that ever hit video release at the time. And this this was back uh, when it was coming into the UK and the US and whatnot. Uh, back in 97, 98, where anime was very early, uh, a shimmering star in, uh, like, hardcore anime, like, proper anime, was, like, uh, the glittering, you know, the small star in the, in the night sky, uh, for all those kind of, like, uh, people who like Japanese animation. Um, yeah. And... Basically, this anime, the Violence Jack anime OVA series, um, was possibly one of the most controversial ones out there because, yeah, it was the same. It ha it had the kind of like same plot point as uh, Fist and North Star, being that uh, there's this guy, the hero, in this you know uh, wasteland that was uh, hit by a supernatural disaster uh, which was basically a comet hitting Tokyo's dormant volcano off uh, Mount Fuji and of course destroying the world and then humankind survived and then this there's this protagonist being the king of all that all the land and blah 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 but um, the OVA series of Violence Jack, it doesn't actually, that's pretty much the core of it, but the rest of it makes no sense. And also, the rest of it is possibly one of the most graphic animes I have ever seen. Com uh, 
besides to that of uh, Elon Le- uh, Elon Leaf or whatever Leaf or whatever. Uh, I forgot. Well, I can't pronounce can't pronounce the name uh, correctly. But uh, no, it's just as bad. In fact, probably worse. Actually, it is. Is that it is actually worse than worse on the graphical note. Um, mainly because the now when it came into the UK and whatnot, it was cut. Uh, there was a lot of stuff cut out of it. In fact, um, it says on and I got this information on Wikipedia that censorship for the UK and the US US version originally uh, came out to about ten minutes, roughly about ten minutes, cut out of out of all three OVAs. the The lowest cut cutback was from the. Uh, Ten, technically, the first Japanese-released OVA, which was dubbed Slum King over here, and was actually released, the, uh, was the third one to be released, uh, which only had like 30 seconds cut out of it. But it was mainly like uh, scenes in which, or more gr- detailed scenes of like, uh, how, sh- how should I say this, the... Uh, 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 the more explicit sex scenes, as such, kind of. Um, <laughs> it's it's kind of awkward to talk about it because it does have a lot of that sexual nature in it, and I mean real sexual nature, like ooh, over the top, like you know, uh, it's borderlining hentai kind of situation, um, which is quite graphic. I do do say so myself and. It's definitely not right in any sort. Um, but the other the other stuff is like uh, violence against children. Uh, yeah, I mean that was one of them, and this was also in the first release uh, the the UK's first released OVA for Violence Jack, which was known as Evil Town. And it was much more explicit than the Japanese first release, uh, which was Slum King. And really, i i have I have the uncensored uh, I have the censored version on DVD. I have the manga manga collection series uh, of the DVD, which is actually ch- which is, has actually been. Sh- you know, uh, cut a little bit more than the uh, regular U.S. cut of uh, the uh, the three OVAs that was released. And there's a couple of scenes in, especially Evil Town, which are just really graphic. And I actually downloaded the all three OVAs on my computer uh, of the uh, you know the original Japanese uncut, uncensored version, and there are a, f- a, a, a few scenes which I was like, oh my god, yeah, um, this, this is, whoa, whoa, well over the top, um, being out of, uh, one scene, in, one scene in particular, 
Like, it's like uh, the UK version already had a already had a scene where uh, a kid was shot in the head, and uh, you know we already saw that one. That was fair enough. But later on in the OVA known as Evil Town, um, there's a scene where obviously uh, the kind of like rebels, the you know the bad guys, go into said good guy said one half of the good guys stronghold goes in starts killing people starts raping the women and blah 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 and then suddenly it cuts from a section where someone's attacking a family and whatnot cuts to a scene of children and it has a female gangster or well gang member cutting like slicing off the kids' heads, and also slicing them and killing them in quite a evil fashion. Um, and I was... and it, It's about like 10 seconds long. About 10 seconds long. And I can tell you, that is the, probably the most disturbing 10 seconds I've ever seen. Uh, because, I, like, kids getting killed back in that day... Um, would been would have been a no no, you know. Killing a kid would be morally wrong to show, um, especially with the BBFC. Uh, if if basically if the BBFC was given the entire cu- uh, uncut version of Violence Jack, they would outright back then they would have outright out, outright banned it altogether. Um, but no, they obviously accepted the cut version. Which is fine, you know. But there are, like, some scenes, even more scenes, that are even more disturbing than the kids being killed. Uh, there's one scene in particular, again from Evil Town, um, where Jack, um, it's like Violence Jack himself, comes in, at, well, well, is uh, running to the uh, the female survivors of uh, Evil Town, who are trying to escape, and he's just, you know, beating down uh, the bi- the big boss, evil boss man, kind of thing, and he goes, he, you know, he's running, he's running through the shopping center where the female survivors were actually, uh, you know, stationed at, and they go, they go through, and he finds, he goes through, he goes around the corner, and then he finds a bloodied, naked woman on the floor with, you know, she, she basically she's dead, but she was raped and she was killed, and she had some, I think she had a stake in her mouth, like someone just like, you know, killed her with the stake through the mouth or something like I don't know, but that was possibly one of the most hor- horrific animations I've ever seen in my, you know, in my viewing of anime. I've seen a lot of shit. I've seen a lot of shit. I've of course I've seen new I've seen Fist of the North Star. I've seen like uh Perfect Blue. I've seen uh what is it? Uh what's what's another adult what's another violent manga that I've or anime that I've got well pfft, don't have much violent manga uh, or anime even but um no they that that was a very very uh 
woof OTT moment in anime there, and I was like, oh my god. And <laughs> uh, usually some people would just go, but it's an anime. I mean, come on. But try to picture this. This was this OVA. Get it? Just hear me out here. This OVA came out before, well before Saw, and Saw is supposed to be the the Saw movies are supposed to be like the pinnacle of kind of like uh, violent, um, sadistic, uh, you know, kind of like uh, movies of people getting killed in gruesome ways, and. And I'm sorry, but um, Violence Jack, the the uncut version, totally has that hands down as at that time. Yeah, I mean after that, obviously there was more stuff being released. And by the way, these OVAs were released in a kind of like a two year period, starting from 1988 up to 1992. So during that time, obviously there were other things that could you know obviously trump what was being made there but at the time in my perspective i think those you know the violence the violence jack trilogy um is is and possibly was the most violent anime media that was there but of course uh, you've got things like akira and whatnot that probably trumps it even more but not in the kind of like level of how you know, Violence Jack portrays it. Uh, I, I kid you not. It's it, it is absolutely shock. It is shocking. I was very shocked when I first saw the uncut scenes of Violence Jack when I finally downloaded it, and it took me a while to definitely download it. It took me about it. It was like a gig in size, so I was waiting for a good couple of days. Um, so, but anyway. It it was very like the cut the cuts from the you know from the anime that I get to that I got to see I was quite shocked at some of them. Uh, one other thing I was actually shocked was one of the characters and again in Evil Town uh, in the OVA known as Evil Town and apparently uh, one uh, the one of the female bad guys known as Blue um, now I was quite shocked when I actually found out this but I had my hunches but apparently that character was a transsexual yes seriously a transsexual and I am very, I am very shocked that well first of all I'm actually applauding the dubbed the du the dubbing team uh especially the person who uh was voice acting blue uh that they didn't actually try to portray that character as a transsexual because in the japanese version in the japanese version the the voice actor has a much more male orientated voice um uh, portraying a female voice so it's you know it's much more obvious but in the in the english dub it's not as noticeable and you're kind of like thinking what you know because actually i honestly believed i honestly believed that uh, she was just a lesbian 
you know, or a bisexual or whatever, because she had the hots for uh, her captain, you know, or her leader and whatnot, uh, who's a giant in his own right as well. But, uh, you know, she, like one of her other, you know, female accomplices, you know, wanted to get get it on with the, you know, with the, the women, the, you know, the uh, surviving women, the good women and whatnot, which I think is just absolutely, uh, uh, kind of like, whoa, you know, but no, it it is very disturbing, it is a disturbing fact to find out, I mean, it's like I've watched, I've watched the English dubbed anime censored version so many times that, you know, I can understand what the characters are but when i saw that scene when i saw and heard that voice i was whoa this is probably like the biggest uh, biggest realization since uh, the fight night poison uh character you know because everyone found out that she or he or it is a trans uh, transvestite or some sort sort of shit like that and that was like whoa you know, very whoa, too 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 much information, boyo. Um, so yeah. But yeah, another thing that I hate. But other than that, the other thing that I just don't, I just don't get the grips with Violence Jack is its continuity. Being that there's none, there's no continuity whatsoever. Uh, no matter which order you put it in, no matter which order you put those OVAs in, um, there's no continuity. It has no relation to the previous um, OVA that you watched, or the first OVA that you watched, or the last, or whatever. No matter which order you put it in, it makes no sense. And it, especially, it was especially that of, uh, um, was it... Uh, for the US and UK release because they released it in the following order of Evil Town, Hell's Wind and Slum King. Whilst in Japan it's Slum King, Evil Town, Hell's Wind. And uh, of, cor of course it's much more noticeable uh, in the UK version because of course S uh, Slum King was Slum King's animation was incredibly inferior to the previous two being that of evil evil town and uh, hell's wind and it was blatantly blatantly obvious you know because we saw the animation the animation was terrible in the last in slum king technically the last one here in the uk but was really the first one in the original lineup for the ova series but uh, of course you know, Manga Entertainment, who was distributing the anime and doing the redubbing and whatnot, uh, didn't see in light of this, so really they couldn't give two monkeys actually of it. Um, but no. Besides that, I do actually like it, but it's not. But the uncut version just totally was well OTT in some cases, especially some of the more gruesome and graphic uh, moments. In fact, I actually do like the censored version. I like the censored version much better, uh, much more than the uncut version. 
it's just the uncut version just put me in a mind state that's holy shit this is actually quite disturbing uh, in some cases and really it's a good call that uh, manga entertainment decided to keep the UK release uns uh, you know uh, censored of course uh, because the BBFC would freak out no doubt about it but I do have one pet peeve with the 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 collection the manga collection version of Violence Jack the printing of it mind you of um, the box art and the DVD itself and this is a big case this is like a big thing this is a big no-no in fact when uh, printing and distributing DVDs in the UK because what happened is is that the the box art shows the certificate of 18 so you had to be 18 and up to you know view it and that was its original viewing that was its original rating but when you open it up and you look on the disc it's actually given it uh, the disc the rating on the disc itself is 15 so that is possible and this is this is not this is not uh that's not a recurring thing. It's a once in a, it's like one out of ten times, or one out of a hundred times that this kind of like error can be made. And of course, it's happened in uh, game versions, like game productions. But I haven't seen it recently. But of course, if a game doesn't have the rating on the disc, or the disc and the the disc rating and the box rating is completely different, then the it has to be redone and it has to go back to the manufacturers and it has to be changed and whatnot. But apparently with the collection and I had that and I got that from HMV uh, a good three, four or five years ago and uh, you know, it was sold like that. So really I don't I, I don't think HMV or Manga Entertainment or the BBFC actually gave two monkeys about that. But otherwise than that, it was just like, you know, who who gives a fuck? Anyway, I'm babbling on like a fucking mole rat, as such, because I I think you people are just going, going uh, thinking to yourself, what the fuck is this guy on? You know. So, I'm gonna get yeah another music track to listen to. Uh, while I sort this out, for uh, obviously the kind of like uh, uh what was it? Tur Turbo's first impressions, TFI, and Reese. Ah, oh, son of a stupid fucking bastard. Um. Like I never, I never like my touchpad because it's shite. Again, it's ah, fucking dick, dick cheese, fucking dick cheese. I tell you, yeah. Um, playlist, dear God. Anyway, oh, you don't want to do it now, you stupid fucker. Anyway, here we go. 
uh, on Rock Band, I was like, uh, you know, searching through the music and whatnot, and I came across that off uh, Blink-182, which I do like. I kind of do like uh, some of their songs, and uh, this is one of the songs you can download for uh, Rock Band or Rock Band 2, depending on which version you got. It is uh, The Rock Show, done by Blink-182. Uh, I will catch you on the other side for Turbo Source Impressions. Come up next on Turbo Drive Live only on Sega Sonic Radio. So stay tuned and catch you on this on the flip side. <laughs> Time for Turbo's first impressions on uh, Sega Sonic Radio. Turbo Drive Live, you know the drill. So yes, um, with uh, what was it? 
blah 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 blah. Yes. Trophy Search Impressions. I just finished playing a demo that just got recently released uh, on Xbox Live uh, Marketplace today. And you probably would have played it yourself, uh, but I'm going to give you my views on it uh, just now. I'm talking about the demo of Batman Arkham Asylum uh, for the 360, which is also coming up on PC and PS3 as well. Now, Batman Arkham Asylum, I gave it a try. I was... At first, you know, I was hesitant of playing the game, but now there's a demo available. Uh, I thought, you know, might as well give it a shot. And uh, my first impressions, it's actually not bad. It's, um, yes, it is quite uh, repetitive with the combat, because the combat, the combat in the game is pretty much button mashing to the most part there are parts where you have to be you have to be aware of your surroundings and you have to um time kind of like counters with the y button and whatnot but overall it's just button bashing you just pretty much button mash the b b and x buttons uh in succession you can even do like uh you know X and A, you know, to flip over a person and then, you know, take them out and whatnot. Really depends on your style. But, uh, really, the the combat of the game is just basically button mashing. Um, one thing that I found, found out as well, the kind of like uh, detectors mode with your kind of like uh, bat vision, uh, that you have your bat sonar or whatever you call it is quite well let's just say you can pretty much have the whole thing on through the entire game like you can have it on through the entire game no problem um, without it ever running out that's the only problem with that is that really there should be only moments in the game where you can only use it but basically you can find stuff and um you know you can find stuff easily with the uh, uh with uh, the bat vision the only problem is is that trying to read the information that's coming from the investigating invest investigation mode uh, that you're in can become a little annoying being that if you're trying to understand, you're trying to find out what this is, like, uh, or to try to find the status of a unconscious body and whatnot, you have to be exactly aligned with the character's eyes looking at the certain subject in the in the mode, and then you'll get some information about it. Uh, but overall, it's it can be it can be a little clumsy. At times, uh, just a little bit, but also it just makes the game way, way, way too easy um, in terms of like trying to find stuff. Um, it, it definitely does. I mean, basically, you, it, it also makes it easy to find where enemies are and what you can do to get around them. But other than that, it's just like. Probably biggest easiest easiest thing 
easiest tool. The, you know, the the the, the best tool to make the game easy, basically. Um, but yeah. Other than that, uh, just trying to think. Um, other other aspects of the demo including the stealth portion. Now I actually do love stealth in Batman Arkham Asylum. It's what a Batman game should be. Uh really you have to be very stealthful stealthful in the game. Uh, that that's what the whole concept of Batman has been mainly. Uh especially with uh, the movies. You know uh well like especially like uh obviously the Tim Burton movies mainly uh mainly the first one and it it just basically you know has batman in the shadows he's up in the tower he's like you know overseeing things and whatnot and uh, he just comes out of nowhere like he comes from the top and he just like grabs a grabs an enemy grabs him up into the sky and stuff like that and uh you know, it's just one of those things. And I actually love it. I do love that type of the gameplay. Uh, the stealth missions. Or or just being stealthy. To try and not... Uh, uh, to try and not... Uh, gain... Uh, kind of like... Uh, attention to yourself. Or to anyone. And... You know, it is some something that I do like. The only other problem that I have with some of the other controls is... Um, like certain actions, like for 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 instance, there is no I repeat, there is no jump button in the game. Seriously, there is no jump button. You will try everything. You can try everything in your, you know, at your disposal. Every button that you have, but there is no jump button. There is not a jump button anywhere on that controller setup. Um, I well, I basically. Had it on the default settings that it gave me. I pressed every button that was there, and ex except probably for the D-pad. But other than that, I got nothing. I got nothing else. I didn't get a jump, not even a bunny hop. Now uh, the only the only way you can possibly jump is while you're in combat and like going up against wave of mobs of like insane inmates and blah blah. And that's the only that's the only re that's the only time you can actually oh, excuse me that's the only time you can actually jump uh, where obviously you, you kind of like you, you can either like dive to the left or dive to the right or jump over a enemy to attack them from behind but that's it that's pretty much it um, anything but actual jumping for platforming elements non-existent um, I mean there's this point in the demo where you see a grayling you see a you know a grayling to go into the kind of like uh, uh, you know the uh, ventilation system before you get to a certain inmate who is holding a uh, uh, a guard prisoner and who is threatened to kill uh, if uh, Batman ever shows himself, and uh, there's like when you're going upstairs and you see a grayling, you see it, but you don't know how to get to it, 
and you're trying to think, oh, maybe I should climb up it. So where do I climb? And obviously that just confuses it. So really, I have no clue, no clue at all, uh, where you know how to get up there without a jump button, or let alone, well, first of all, there's not, a, there's not a, there is a grapple move, but it's only on certain objects. You can't use your grapple to get, you know, you can't use your grapple to get a, uh, you know, you know. Uh, wrap around a ventilation ventilation uh, panel, and then pull it to remove it, and then you can just jump up there and go into the ventilation shaft. No, you can't. You can't do that, uh, which is baffling, I might add. Um, there's also a section where, obviously, there's a wall that could be blown up with explosives. But apparently Batman doesn't have his explosives on him. So what's the point in the demo to notify that? It it doesn't make any sense. Unless it's in the finished game where Batman does have the explosives on him at the beginning of the game. Then that's got to be a part where you have to come back at a later time in the game. Or in a, another playthrough of the game to blow through. And then you'll be able to find the secret behind it. Or the alternative path to you or whatever so really the demo doesn't it, the demo doesn't offer much in terms of like understanding how the game works well it does tell you it does it does tell you about three it just basically tells you about three main things combat investigation and stealth that's it that's all you get from the demo. And uh action I think it's okay, but it's not fantastic. It's 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 not difficult, mind you, but it's definitely something that can get boring after a while. Investigation can be a little annoying at you know, at times, but stealth is actually very good. Uh stealth is very good, especially when you're going up against a person and you knock you do an instant you know, instant take at, take down, as such. Um, whether you be up on a on a gargoyle head, yes, I did say gargoyle head, or statue or whatnot, because apparently they have them in an in Arkham Asylum, which I think is kind of you know weird, because I don't think Arkham Asylum would have anything like that purposely, unless it's part unless it is part of the actual structure. But I digress. Um, you know, so you can like grab them from above them and just let them hang from the, the statue that you were resting on and blah blah. But uh, other than that, really, I I got nothing else. Really, it's uh, it's just something else I can't fathom to know or understand. But um, I do. Again, I am actually surprised that they actually used the Unreal Engine for it. Uh, because it did look like the Unreal Engine, but I wasn't absolutely sure. But then when it actually, when you loaded up the demo, uh, it does said powered by Unreal technology, and it's like, yep, Unreal Engine. There you go. Answer uh, question solved. Uh, you know, or puzzle solved, or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's just 
I mean, graphically it looks good. It's a shame that you can't view some of the things in the game that you collect. Uh, you can you can view bio uh, bios of characters that are introduced to you as you progress through the game. Like for example, uh, as you progress through the game, uh, you find something that's uh, you find a you can find like these trophy Riddler trophies and whatnot. Uh, and with the first one that you collect, you get a bio of uh, of uh, the Riddler, you know. And uh, then as you progress, as you go up against bosses and whatnot, you get bios of them, uh, and you find out where w what was their first appearance in the comics, when was their uh, first whatever, blah blah blah. It all depends, and. Really, it's you know. Really, I just don't understand why they had that half in the demo, but you can't view the extra trophies of characters that you find as well. That's the only problem, uh, because the only tr the only two trophies you can view right now in the demo is Killer Croc and Batman. And Batman, the Batman trophy, uh, it actually has, sh it has shows of him being scarred, being that of, uh, he, you know, there's a couple of scratch marks on th his costume and whatnot, but still looks very presentable and whatnot. And I looked, I've looked at the other character models, obviously you've got the Joker, Harley Quinn, uh, Poison Ivy. And whatnot. Uh, don't know if the Riddler makes a, an appearance himself, but uh, I haven't seen his character model in game. Uh, you've you've seen Killer Croc as well, and they look van very fantastic. They, they look fantastic to, to you know view. I mean, you can probably have like, like an entire movie, you know, based on uh, kind of like having that character design in an animated movie or some sort, and it would still and it would kick ass. But uh, no, other than that, it's just like I'm not I'm not complaining about the uh, uh, graphics of the game. I think they look good. Uh, I look I think the character models look great as well. Obviously, because it's all run by uh, the Unreal Engine, so there you go. Um, so in conclusion, well, obviously, if you want to have your chance of understanding what Batman Arkham Asylum is. Go ahead, download the free demo on Xbox Live dot uh, on Xbox Live Marketplace just now. It's also on the PlayStation Network as well. So if you want to give it a try there, then go ahead, knock yourself out. It's about 1.2 gigabytes in size, so it might take a while for slow internet connections to do it. I did it during the day uh, or during the morning or afternoon, like lunchtime, and uh, I was able to download it in about ooh, 20 minutes. You know, so if your internet connection is good, then fair enough. Uh, if not, you know, just take your time with it. But no, I highly advise you guys to test out the demo. It'll definitely open up the aspect of how uh, you should see how the game has shaped up to be. Because I think this is near enough the f finished product of the game. Because I don't think they would make any more changes other than that and uh, you know 
maybe with a couple of slight changes here and there, but other than that, it they probably won't change that entire beginning level as such uh, there. So, anyway, uh, Batman Arkham Asylum, I suggest go download the demo, give it a shot. Uh, you might enjoy it, you might not, but if you're a big Batman fan, fair enough, go hit, get it. I'm not a big Batman fan my f myself, but I am a fan of Batman, and I do like uh, the Batman movies, and I... Uh, I haven't actually played that many Batman games. The only other, the only game that I've ever played was Batman Returns on the um, on I think it was the Master uh, the Master System or the Game Gear. I can't remember, but uh, I did play a Batman game in the past, um, but not for too long. I think it was the Game Gear version. Uh, I played it on a friend's uh, Game Gear, and other than that, that's the only Batman game I've ever played, except for DC. Versus MK, uh, Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe, uh, which did have Batman in it. But uh, I can actually tell you now that uh, the character model for uh, Batman in Arkham Asylum is definitely much more better looking than the Batman in DC. Uh, even though, even though you do actually see the character's, pu uh, you know, actual pupil eyes in Arkham Asylum. For Batman, rather than uh, rather than in uh, MK versus DC, uh, where the Batman character doesn't have pupils, he has the typical white white eyes in the Batman mask and whatnot. But uh, no, in Arkham Asylum, you actually do get to see the actual eyes of uh, the character, which I actually think is actually obviously it makes it a little more realistic, obviously because. Uh, but it does make it a little awkward because I've, you know, I've been a fan of the I've been a fan of the animated series, uh, like the animated series, the original animated series of Batman, uh, the Adventures of Batman and Robin, uh, and also Batman Beyond or Batman uh, Batman of the Future, as it's known here in the UK. Um, you know, I've been a, more of a fan of those animation series rather than most of the movies. You know, um, or even the, or even the bloody uh, Adam West shows. You know, I'm more of a fan of that, and I I always liked the character style of Batman with no eye irises, no eyes. It's just white, white in his eyes. So, and I like that. But other than that, it's okay. But anyway. Go download the demo yourself. It's, uh, download Bar Batman: Arkham Asylum. It's on. It's coming out on Xbox 360 and PS3 and PC, uh, PC in August 20 28th. I think it was advertised for. So it's actually the day before SOS. So really, I think you should save your money for SOS and get, come to SOS first, then get Batman: Arkham Asylum. I think. Yeah. Just, just, that's just me. Anyway. Um, we've got a music request uh, to be played just now for uh, people, so let me just find that. And whatnot. I don't think anyone else has been sending me, uh, uh, was it messages or requests or anything? Um, We'll have a check anyway. Uh, most of the time they don't. Because they like me ranting on about random crap. And no, 
apparently not many other people have been asking for anything else. And I don't know why, but apparently I did have ten people listening to this broadcast, but now it's down to six. So where the fuck are those other four people gone? Uh, am I too boring for them? Great. Fantastic. I'm too boring for this public. I'm too poor, boring for this public. Too boring for this public. Too boring for this public. And I'm going crazy. I'm going crazy. <laughs> so yeah. Sorry. Uh, anyway. Uh, here's a request for... Uh, one of my listeners listening in just now. It's a digital circuit from Shadow the Hedgehog, done by John Sonoy. John Sonoy, Sonoy, wee. So, anyway. Uh, here, we go, here we go, digital circuit. And this is the original. Uh, well, this is the, uh, obviously, in-game uh, track. There's actually two other versions of it. There's a, a remix track and the supposedly original track. But here's Digital Circuit, the actual level music, so enjoy.
and I'm back uh, again on uh, the radio airways, what not, and blah blah blah. Yes. So yes, that was Digital Circuit from Shadow the Hedgehog. Um, and again, it's one of those times where you know uh, no other requests were made, and yeah, that tends to be a lot in you know. Turbo Drive Live now, where people don't even request their own music because they don't want to listen to the music. They want to l listen to me rattle on for God knows how long, and me just constantly spouting utter utter crap into the microphone. Uh, anyway, uh, ta fa fa fa. Anyway, uh, I was actually, I actually, during that musical break, I actually went through to get my uh, my drink, which is uh, some Vinto, Vinto for tonight. Mmm, Vintastic. And uh, it was, uh, basically I was just uh, channel surfing on the skybox, and... Uh, I actually f bumped into none other than Batman on Bravo. Yeah, yeah, the original, uh, the original Batman film, the Tim Burton film. It's being shown on Bravo just now. So if you want to have a a movie to sit in to watch just now, then go and tune into Bravo on Sky, uh, Sky Digital. Uh, Channel one two four, I think it is. One two four is Bravo. I I can't remember, but uh, but no. If you want to watch Batman, go ahead. You know, tune in. But uh, me, on the other hand, I'll be going on to Xbox Live as soon as this broadcast is over, which is actually coming to that time anyway. Um, so yes. Uh. Uh. Da, 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 da. So anyway. Um. Uh, so for this week, uh, we've got uh, shows coming up this week, of course, uh, with Saturday being that of uh, uh, Hypersonic's Top 10 Countdown on at uh, what was it 8pm uh, GMT, and then JJ for, uh, not JJ, uh, uh, the uh, DJ Dan Dyer, uh, the the DJ, will be in the house at uh, 11 p.m. Uh, on the Saturday night. Uh, then on the Sunday you've got uh, the double hour. Now, last week the Sonic Hour didn't make an appearance, but Mr. T Bird, Mr. Adam Tuff, he is not a doctor yet. He is not. He is not a doctor just yet. He will be a doctor in the next couple of years. But uh, Mr. T Bird, Mr. T, Mr. T, a fool who doesn't like Cyber Hedgehog. Fool! I ain't getting on no biplane. Uh, <laughs> I ain't getting no on no fine fortress. I ain't getting on no egg carrier. Hmm. A fool who doesn't like tails. There should be more Tails fa fans in here, fool! Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, so far, uh, there's nothing confirmed 
uh, there's no confirming that uh, the Sonic Hour will be on at 6 p.m. as scheduled. But, but uh, so, uh, Kevin Eva might be doing his uh, Sonic Rex show on SSR at 7 p.m. on the set on the Sunday night. Uh, then you've got. Um, uh, AMV uh, Hijack by Bayfra uh, Bayfra, whatever um, on the Monday at 6pm UK time uh, then on Tuesday you've got uh, Rory with uh, uh, Rory Raccoon being that uh, at no, I think it's eight or nine p.m. UK time. I've forgotten, but uh, he's on there on the Tuesday, Tuesday night, uh, with the uh, the Raccoon Zone. Then on the Wednesday, you've got uh, the double feature of uh, EC Airwaves and the Earthheart Boombox starting at eight p.m. Uh, with EC Airwaves and nine p.m. with Earthheart's Boombox. Uh, then you've got uh, myself again next week, same time, same place, 8 p.m. UK time, with Turbo Drive Live on Second Sonic Radio, um, the longest-running SSR show in existence. Yes, I don't think so. Actually, the second, third running, <laughs> uh, or. Or how about the first ever consecutive, you know, I don't know, I, I've, I've lost it. Uh, I don't know whether I'm first, second, or third in the most consecutive amount of shows thing there. So, who knows? Um, for people who are wondering if any of my, show, uh, my past shows from the past couple of weeks will be making a, an appearance on the FT, FTP... Uh, I may do so. So if you are wondering if you want to download any of my past shows that have not been on the FTP for a the last few weeks, then I might sit down and actually code them to be put onto the FTP. If not, I might actually decide not to actually record my shows anymore and not. And if you want to listen to them, you have to listen to them live. Uh, also, uh, uh, I don't know if many people were actually concerning this, but apparently, uh, on the eve of SOS, I will not be at home. I will be down in London for S uh, to get ready for SOS. So, I don't know what's going to be happening for Turbo Drive Live, but uh, if I can, I could make a live connection in London for Turbo Drive Live. Other than that, I've got uh, the only possible chance of me doing a show on the Friday or doing a show anyway that's SOS related would have to be a pre-recorded show which is gotta be sucky yes so it, only time will tell uh, depending on what we're gonna do if there's Wi-Fi in the ho in the hotel that uh, uh, that is that where I'm going, which is obviously a travel lodge. I highly doubt there is any wi free Wi-Fi there, but other than that, uh, I'll check that out. So, so yes, this is me, Turbo, signing off 
for a, another uh, Turbo Drive Live on Sega Sonic Radio. I will quickly uh, do a sending off of some music way. There we go. We'll put that in. So yeah, we're gonna end off with the end. Uh, obviously, you heard the opening theme for New Fist of the North Star earlier tonight. We're gonna leave you with the ending theme of New Fist of the North Star, done by the same artist, Gacht. Gacht. So it's it's like you're coughing up a hairball. Gacht. Gacht. Yeah, and my cat. He can emphasize. He can emphasize with that, of course. So anyway, I will catch you all next week, same time, same place, only on Second Sonic Radio, the number one source for Sonic music. Yeah. I will catch you next time, people. Signing out, peace, man. Good man. Don't smoke some pot, man. It'll be bad, man. You got it, man. Man, 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 man. Ciao.
thanks for listening to Triple Drive Live. Only on Sega Sonic Radio. The number one source for Sonic music.